Good afternoon and welcome to those listening in London on 980 CFPL, in Hamilton on 900 CHML, and here in Toronto on 640 Toronto. Another congratulations to London's Damian Warner. Got news about this, that the Olympic decathlete named Canada's Athlete of the Year after his big gold medal win at the Summer Games. And here's a Damien telling London Live on 980 CFPL where he was when he found out the good news. There were so many great athletes. I think there was 24 or 28 athletes that were kind of in the running for the award. And uh, it could have been a coin flip to, to who it could have went to because Canadians have, had such a great year. But uh, I'm really humbled by the award. And I don't know what to say. I'm at a loss for words. It's just been a really special year. All right. Real special year. And by the way, Damien was actually a training we here when he got the uh, good news. Mike Stubbs is the host of London Live. He's also the longtime voice of the London Knights. And he knows a few things about London sports. Few know it better than uh, Mike Stubbs. And he joins us now for a closer look at Damien's journey. He joins us here on Global News Radio. Hey, Mike, good afternoon. Good to talk. Great to talk to you, Jeff. All right. Does that not tell us everything we need to know about Damien Warner? He told you that he was actually busy training when he found out he'd won Canada's Athlete of the Year? He was outside of the track. He was working out. He said he allowed himself three months off. And I asked him, at any point during that three-month period, did something in you just say, maybe just I, I just go out, just maybe throw a shot put, maybe, maybe just one jump <laughs> over the high jump bar? And he said, yeah, it took a little over a month, and he started to get the itch again. All right. Well, speaking of training, uh, tell us, because this is such a great story, tell us how the city of London, the community, pitched in, if you could, Mike, to help Damien Warner with his uh, training during the pandemic. Well, think about it. You couldn't really go anywhere, right? So there is an arena in an area of London called Old South, and it's Farkasin Arena, and the old applies to Farkasin Arena. And Damien was able to kind of set up in there with his coaches. Now, you have to picture, it's still an arena, and it wasn't the warmest, but they couldn't set up a track for him to run a full 100 meters because you don't have that. It's kind of like arena football where you can't put a whole football field in an arena. So he would run as far as he could, about 40 meters, 50 meters, and then run into a high jump mat. He would throw a javelin, but they had a big blanket that dropped down essentially at center ice that he would throw that javelin into. One of the only things he could do in kind of its, its normal sense, was long jump. And wouldn't you know, at the first real meet that he participated in at Gotzis in Austria, he broke the Canadian record in long jump. But this was as unorthodox as you could picture it. And yet, he went in feeling healthy, which is something that was very helpful and something he's kind of battled. And then he went in just ready to compete and did very well at Gotsis, came within five points of breaking 9,000. Only three other people had ever done that. And then, well, the Olympic story began to unfold. Mm -hmm. And for him to not only train under those conditions, Mike, but to thrive, as you were just detailing there, and you mentioned he, he set a record in winning the gold medal in the decathlon. I mean, it's just incredible when you think about the fact that he could be at an old kind of rundown uh, arena, and you have to think about not only, as you say, the, the physical physicality of that arena and its limitations, but to just overcome that mentally as well and just to stay on task, uh, if you will, and uh, stay focused and have the sort of result he did. I mean, it really is uh, a great accomplishment. 
Well, he will credit everybody around him because that's just the kind of guy Damian is. But he's got some excellent coaches and managers. His wife is an incredible support. She's a high-end athlete as well. So he had that going for him. So I think if, if anybody else was kind of standing there saying, how am I going to get ready to compete in the Olympics, looking around at this old arena and thinking, I can't even run a full 100 meters, this, this isn't going to work. But he had that support system, and he's got that belief in himself that I think helped. Listen, you have uh, covered so many great athletes uh, in London uh, during your career and seen them up close, the likes of uh, Mitch Marner when he was with the uh, London Knights and the list goes uh, on and on. Can you put into perspective for us, uh, Mike, the accomplishment that uh, Damian Warner had uh, this year winning the Olympic gold in the decathlon? Well, I think just starting with those circumstances and then the pressure that he puts on himself, they had goals, and one of them was winning Olympic gold. And he is somebody who is just so naturally talented and so humble about it. If you think back to when Damian Warner was participating in high school sports, he was participating with actually one of the coaches who coaches him now. And he was playing high school basketball at the time. And he didn't say a word to the coach all year, just a really quiet guy, but went out and was a really good player. And they convinced him to go and try track and field because of his athleticism on the basketball on the basketball court. And they thought he'd be a sprinter or a long jumper. And those have become two of his best events. But at the same time, he started to show that, well, here, try this, hold this, throw this, jump over this. And he could do it all. And so the decathlete and Damian Warner was born. And, you know, you mentioned his uh, high school and his high school uh, coach. I know one of his coaches, Lloyd Rumble, is a, a friend of mine, a golfing buddy, and he had him out to my home course there uh, in London, uh, West Haven, after the uh, win. And talk about being a natural athlete. I haven't had this verified. I have to find out, though, but I heard Damien actually drove the 18th green. So he drives the green, Mike, in a sport that is not one of the 10 that he is excellent in, that he trains for. <laughs> Are you saying, Jeff, that we could have a DECA decathlon, add in a couple more events, and you might be able to still drive? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But it is just mind-blowing to me that uh, you can be that good, never mind a one, two, three, the ten sports, Mike, to win the uh, decathlon. That's it. And he started off, if, if you think of back to the Olympics, he started off, and it was very hot those couple of days in Tokyo, and he set up his blocks for his very first event. And he sets his blocks. And if you've ever seen sprinters do it, they're, they're very particular about how your blocks go and where your legs are and where your feet are. And then he set them up and, and he jumped out of the blocks to try a start. And he thought, that didn't feel right. That didn't feel good at all. So he goes back and sprinters will then pick up their blocks and start over again. So he puts the blocks down exactly how he likes them. And then he sets himself and he jumps out of the blocks. And again, that. That didn't really feel right. And at that point, they called all of the athletes back in because if you watched any of the events out of Tokyo, they would walk out of this little tunnel and some of them would make a little sign or wave or smile. Some of them just walked by. And that was just the introduction of the athletes. So he had to go back for that. So he walks into that thinking, I don't really feel right. But he walked out, did his little, you know, I, Damian Warner from Canada, got into the blocks and won that event. So had there not been the showtime element of sport, because we didn't used to have that, think back to some of the old Olympic games. You just got everybody together and somebody said, you ready? Okay, go. And that's the way it went. Now that you got the showtime, it gave them a few extra minutes and well, that helped to 
start him off right in the decathlon in Tokyo. All right. And just uh, finally, on a, a personal note, on top of all of this, uh, Mike, uh, Damian Warner, uh, he also had a son. So this has been quite a year, 2021. If you think back to the year most of us have had, yeah, it, it hasn't been one that you'd remember a lot of things from. Damien, day by day by day, is going to be remembering events. And it's been such a, a big part of his life. His son is now, uh, well, he'll be, be a year in the spring. So we're still talking about a, a pretty small guy in the family. But when you've got parents like Jen and Damien, uh, I think, you know, mark it down. What are we at now? Can we wait about 20 years, 22 years? <laughs> and we may have another Warner who is standing on the top of a podium somewhere. All right. Well, in the meantime, we will uh, celebrate uh, Damien, named yesterday Canada's Athlete of the Year. Mike, good to hear your voice. Uh, thanks for this. Thanks for helping us uh, celebrate uh, Damien and his uh, terrific uh, year. And we'll listen for you this afternoon at 3 on 980 CFPL and London Live. My pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. All right, be well. There's uh, Mike Stubbs, and we're back after this break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.